0: What's going on, Bluegrass? It is time for another episode of Bluegrass Soccer Cast. I'm Jimmy, that's John, and I owe everybody an apology for being late. (laughs) It is my fault this week uh, for being a little bit behind. And you know what, though, John? We're going to roll into it, though. How's, uh, How's your week been, John? It's been good. Been
1: cranking out articles, but it's been good.
0: Yeah, man, we've been cranking them out, getting this college preview uh, all set up for everyone. So make sure you're going through our social media thread, checking out our website, um, just so that you can keep track of all of the the articles that John and I are writing, kind of previewing the mainly the D1 schools. We're getting yeah. only the D1 schools here in Kentucky for how. Um, yes, yeah, we are. For this year.
1: Just a reminder, people: we are three people in total. who all have actual jobs outside of this, that we do this this freelance work right now. So we can't cover what was the number, 50?
0: Yeah, no. And that was honestly surprising that there are 50 different like soccer teams. I mean, yeah, some schools have men's and women's. But 50 total teams. No juke. Well... Yeah,
1: I don't, I, you know, I remember you you, the, you, you looked whatever. into it, but like even in what was the NCAA was like thirty. Yeah, it was like thirty between D one, D two, and D three. Yeah, and that's with some schools like EKU and Morehead only field women's soccer teams, which and I found same surprising.
0: For Western and Murray, really well, Western? Yeah, uh, and that gets into a whole other conversation, and we I kind of talked about it on one episode and. You know, I don't mind to briefly kind of talk about it now, but you know that could be a whole nother off the top one day. You know, it really kind of comes back to Title IX and how the institutions choose to implement um, Title IX at their inst- uh, institutions.
1: I mean, I get that, but at the same time, soccer is a equal gender sport. <laughs> Agreed. Um, like for a while, like. It's so easy to just make it equal. I mean, the only equivalent I can think of is football it doesn't have a, a girls' equivalent.
0: And, but and every other really sport has. Down to.
1: Every other sport has it, though.
0: Yeah, and if you look at like within higher ed, you know, uh, what's one looking for? Not law, but in how it's been put into practice. You know, with 53 to 60 something scholarships that have to be devoted towards football, like American football, um, a lot of universities choose to add even more women's sports scholarships to kind of offset some of that. So it really takes it um, to a place where you can't have as many men's teams if you have football. And that's why if you look at some of the smaller schools like Midway, uh, Midway is a great example of that. you know, they don't have a traditional American football team because of the scholarship requirements. They, they just can't field it with all of their other sports and they don't want to cut anything. Um, so, what yeah. they did is they've gone to this like sprint football model, which is like everybody's under 175 pounds or something
1: like yeah, that. Yeah, I've seen that. the um, All the service academies. If you want to see every sport possible, go look at the service academies. Because they're yeah. big on sports. Because you have to be in shape to be there. Oh, yeah. You can't just like you can't just be a student. And like, no offense to some people, you can't just be like a student who's just like there at the service yeah. academies because you have to be in shape to be in the military. And so they have like the wildest sports. I think they're one of them has like Irish hurling or whatever. Like they have just random sports there because it's. What keeps in shape, and people have to find a have to find it's sport. So you have sprint football and stuff like that. But like Midway doesn't have football, American football. Berea doesn't. Berea doesn't. For yeah. many, there's multiple stories out there. One is our big athletic sponsor family lost a son to football in the early 1900s. Oh. That's a rumor. Like that's not, um, the more consensus thing. Was so the NCAA formed because of all of American football's issues in the early 1900s, and it basically came from um, Teddy Roosevelt forming the NCAA to regulate football, and that was when a bunch of schools dropped it. Yeah, because they were like, "Well, join the NCAA, but we're not dealing with this headache of football anyway." So they dropped it. Now some schools have come back and re like brought their football teams back.
0: Berea just wasn't one of them to do that. Well and center, do they have a football team? Mm-hmm. Now? They do? Oh, okay. I didn't know. I'm
1: that. pretty sure Center has. I'm almost I honestly don't know.
0: Berea, center I know they had a is like a top feature. level B three. Okay. So yeah, I so. bet I bet they have something then. I don't know. Put it in the chat. Uh, if you went to Center College or if you're familiar with them, do they have uh, uh, an American football team? Uh, and I know that they used to because they actually got featured one time in uh, the College Football Hall of Fame. They beat. Yeah, they do. Who do they beat? They, beat, they do. Okay, good. Uh, Center has East Harvard in the bowl. Dude, esports is everywhere. Um, little bitty uh Campbellsville Harrisburg has their own esports team. That
1: let like listen, I'm all for esports, it's all legit, but it's just so weird yeah. to me. Cause like the leagues are so random. Like there's yep. the traditional ones, but there's also just like there was like esports among us. I saw one time. I was like, "How? How? That's just a random by draw game." Yeah, like, I, yeah, it does take luck. some skill, but like,
0: what the skill? Why?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, you gotta survive, and like being an imposter yeah. has there's some skill to that. But and then there's skills to solving the task and stuff. So I'm like, why? Like, that's not. I... Uh, can't anyway. can't help you with that one, man.
0: But Anyways. speaking of skills and leagues, uh, we're going to go and jump off the top here, off that top rope, and we're going to start talking about our main topic today Leagues Cup versus US Open Cup. Um, and I've been doing a little bit of research, you know, a little doobly doo, a little research for people. Um, if you're watching this, I'm sure you know what I'm about to say. But just in case, you know, if you're newer to, to soccer, um, Leagues Cup is a competition just between the MLS c- clubs and the top tier of Liga MX out of Mexico. Um, it started back in 2019, and to this point, all matches have been played in the U.S. or Canada. Um, you know, some of those Canadian MLS teams got a couple of matches, uh, but none of them have been held in Mexico yet, and that is one of the problems. But we'll talk about those here in a moment. In my opinion. Uh, On the complete opposite end of that, the U.S. Open Cup has been around since 1913 and is one of the oldest continuous cup competitions anywhere in the globe. Uh, And it is available to literally any club that can get qualified for it. So there is an application process for some of those smaller clubs. So uh, previously when I was working with like BGFC and stuff like that, you know, we got went through the process of filling out the application. There's a small fee that you have to pay, but I believe you get it back after the match or something like that. Um, so it, it is traditional. It is rich in history. And then we have the leagues cup on the other hand, John, when you're looking at the two leagues, what are you, or the two competitions I should say, what are you looking for?
1: Okay. Um, one the league cup is a it's another mls manufactured thing between liga and Mechies. cuz for some like i don't understand why the mls is trying so hard to basically be a dual league with liga amekis like i don't yeah. get it no other country plays the same this other country, like you don't see Brazil and Argentina work,
0: you they, don't see Spain and Portugal doing it. Yeah,
1: they're the cut, Brazil and Argentina are the cut above in South America. Yes, there are other, there are some dominant clubs in each country, but like those Brazil and Argentina are like by leagues, the best leagues in there. They're not playing each other just to play each other. I got it, I understood it at the beginning because Liga MX E is. Technically, I don't. We don't know the Apple viewership numbers, but at is by some reports was more watched than MLS in America. So I understood it at they that got point. The tradition,
0: kind
1: of, yeah, they got the tradition and all that stuff to kind of grow it. But at the same time, if you want to be a serious league, there's all this talk about the MLS leaving the Open Cup. That's not how you do it. The FA
0: Cup. No, I I think that's DF, exactly how they're going to do it.
1: The DFK Pocol, uh the Copa del Rey, the Copa Italia, those are all considered like the second thing domestically. Right. In all those countries. Yes, you win the top league. That's not, oh, if you're a big club, it's Europe, your domestic league, then you're dom- uh, like all t- clubs cup. Type thing, but domestically, that's the second thing. Like that's all Arsenal fans are able to hang their hat on over twenty years is FA Cup. (laughs) Um, Right, but that's still a big thing. There are, there are people who, because of the way draws are, are like Liverpool played in like some three thousand seat stadium against like a National League South, which is like sixth division side in the FA Cup and stuff like that. It's like the, there's a it this is like the true spirit of the game is in your this domestic cup. It was like Liverpool or Spurs or it was something like it, it was some it was a major club playing a really tiny club. Um but these it, are the spirits of the game this here-
0: and yet here we can't get MLS clubs to want to go to USL champion teams, much less uh, USL League they One. They should.
1: Team. I don't care US. I yeah. don't care MLS. You should come down and play. I don't get yeah. what what extra money are you making out
0: of that? Well, like, you get the ticket revenue and stuff, right? Who cares? <laughs> who cares? If you check the ticket prices you, for Inter Miami, that's a that's lot of money. messy. Messi leaves.
1: (laughs) Genuinely speaking, Messi leaves. Those tickets are going. You could get for the game, the day, the game before Messi got announced for Inter Miami. You could get some tickets on SeatGeek for six bucks.
0: Yep. Even other clubs,
1: no one cares about Inter Miami without Messi. No one.
0: No, I love Inter Miami, but a lot of other people don't. They have no
1: genuine support like Atlanta, Charlotte. FC, Cincinnati, all that stuff. Not they, all first year,
0: they had a lot of support those first two years. Now, this this season, yeah, they've been dog-duty before Messi yeah. got there, but...
1: These other... Now, granted, FC Cincinnati wasn't, like, packing out their stadium when they sucked, but they don't have, like, these right. genuine... I don't know. I guess it's because Miami has not been good without Messi yeah. before, so it's hard to judge, but... The, just in general, the league's cup shouldn't even be with League mekis If you want to do a league's cup, do it with, with your here. professional leagues.
0: Yeah, so do, do it, it from the CPL. No, don't
1: do it with Canadian Premier League. Because <laughs> okay, no, genuinely, don't do it with the Canadian Premier League unless you're gonna add the Canadian Premier League into the Open Cup. Don't do it. Because the Leagues Cup in every other country is done by the top leagues. So like in England, Mm. the Leagues Cup is between between the top four leagues. The EFL Cup Mm. is from League 2 upwards. So do you technically, if you want to throw in NISA here, you do NISA, USL 1, USL Championship, and um, MLS. You add all those teams, that's the Leagues Cup. Because they're all the professional fully professional league teams and leaks. Um, that's how you do a leaks cup. It's not like in the it's a, I'm okay with the fact that they use it for CONCACAF champions league qualification. Yeah. Like they're all like Miami's now in the, yes, the f- last team in the East is in <laughs> the uh, Concacaf Champions League, right now,
0: the fighting messies. Here we go. Um, but it's just it
1: to me. It doesn't. It's artificial. It's like the whole reports of it MLS is. trying to join Copa Lipatadores. Lipitor- that just
0: wouldn't make sense.
1: It doesn't make sense. And it's the same thing. Like I love that the Copa of America is coming to America, but I don't like that we're playing in it. It's the South African continental champion. Not African. Yeah. American okay. continental champion. It's not the North American continental champion. Stop it.
0: Genuinely, mean, unless they are trying it. to make it just one American could, champion. If they're going
1: to combine it, that's fine. They're genuinely going to combine it because South America has what ten countries? It's not that much. Yeah, I'm fine with that. But you have to combine them. You can't treat them as separate. That would genuinely be like Afcon playing in UEFA just to play, like uh, (laughs) uh, like Morocco goes (laughs) "Well," well. Morocco goes well. We need better. We want do some better competition like Morocco, Nigeria, you take the top African teams and go, well, we need some better competition like, and this is no disrespect to some of these countries the Congo or Kenya, just these ones that like Western Africa has been very well Mm known. they're not that they're not that good Western Africa is not that Eastern Africa is not that good in soccer, it's Eastern. Um, <laughs> it's no disrespect; it's just what they are. It's like India yeah. it's like the world. India and China have some of the world's largest populations, and China has been decent in soccer, but India sucks. Uh, yeah, I
0: don't have they ever made a World Cup.
1: They did in 1950, and they pulled out okay, because exactly because FIFA because FIFA said they had to wear cleats. They played barefoot. They were actually oh pretty my good. They were, they were like champions of Asia. But then the whole like cleat hmm. revolution, wearing boots kind of thing, of like you need to wear boots when you play. Like they refused. Hmm. So it was weird. But so, you know, eat, they're like Morocco goes, well, we need better competition. We're going to go play Europe. We're going to play in the Euro. Like that's as dumb as Qatar playing in the Gold Cup. <laughs>
0: or you know and i don't the, care the, the that mexico invites somebody
1: i don't care that mexico won the gold cup they can tout that all they want they lost to qatar in group stage <laughs> you're talking about yeah. the one host country to never get a point never and not get out of the group stage in world cup history south yeah south africa managed to get out of the group and south africa at least on the men's side is not a traditional
0: powerhouse so (laughs) no not at all not even an african powerhouse
1: yeah all this being said stop trying to like artificially add these teams for the sake of money because like yes i get money talks and money stuff but it takes away from the game it's just stupid it literally, it just gives me Super League vibes.
0: And I think that is kind of the idea. Like, it is something that Dan Garber and the MLS have created as a, an in-season moneymaker, right? Like, because even if you take Messi out of the equation, right? Nashville, who hasn't played Messi till this point. Um, Minnesota. You know, all of those other teams that didn't play Miami are making money off of this because of TV revenue, extra ticket sales at their games, um, I profit splits, wanna, and stuff. I like want
1: to know the viewership for the games that aren't. Well, you're inter-Miami. you're never gonna know it.
0: You're never gonna know
1: it. I think Apple will release viewership stuff after the season. Because it just looks shady to not to. It looks completely shady, and no one's gonna say, "Oh, viewership's up." Pro- provide the numbers. Provide but that's the, the whole numbers. thing
0: with streaming. Like nobody streaming provides the numbers. I mean, Disney they doesn't. Kinda ESPN do. doesn't.
1: They kind of do. It's hard. They they might provide the subscription counters, but they yeah kinda like they'll do. give
0: subscription numbers
1: if it's um, a benefit
0: to the conversation, right? Like if. You know, if this uh, championship game gets 50 million viewers, bet you're going to hear about it. But if it gets 1 million views, you're never going to know it.
1: Well, and that's the thing. They need to figure out how to report streaming numbers because I genuinely don't think soccer is below baseball in America anymore. I just don't.
0: I believe that up until. because, Because.
1: well, baseball, yes, it's on an upkick this year, but baseball is still predominantly on cable. They yeah. still have regional sports networks that cover them. You still have ESPN and all this stuff that stuff to cover them.
0: <laughs> Most of those well, are going no, bankrupt thing. by the end of the season.
1: I am I'm a baseball fan. You know how many people I see when, like, my Tigers get put on Apple TV's Friday night game or the Peacock Sunday game, and they're, like, pissed? Mm-hmm. And like, I don't (laughs) want to watch it. I can't watch this. What happened to watching baseball for free? I'm like, cable's not free. Your very local regional TV thing is not free. As someone who grew up with that, like my parents deliberately paid extra to get Fox Sports Detroit. Um, Yeah, that's not free, and it's what six bucks a month now, because the MLB games are not part of the Apple TV deal. Or the MLS. Right. Deal. like You get that with normal Apple TV. And right. these people are all up in arms about it. And I'm like, you, do you have a smart TV? Do you have a computer? You can watch it. Pay five bucks. And there's even deals they all do. So I'm genuinely sure. curious what the streaming numbers are. Because I know for a fact I haven't watched a game on cable in five years. And I watch a lot Whoa. of games. Everything I do is stream. I watch NWSL. Paramount Plus.
0: So you're saying, actually, on like a cable box, it's been five years.
1: Like that was in my house, yes.
0: Because I have if a I cable at, box, If I was I at someone's watch, house, like streaming I don't know. apps.
1: Yeah, if I was at someone's house or something like that, I'm not sure, off the top of my head. But like physically, like I have a cable login through my grandparents. Nice. Uh, but because that's the only way to get some stuff, but I don't think I've physically watched on a cable box in probably even longer than five years.
0: Now, I think it's probably been close to a year since I've actually turned on the cable box. Like, I got a new TV I don't know, five, six months ago. It's not even connected to the TV because, like, the new TV didn't have enough HDMI ports to prioritize, you know, one for the Apple TV, one for the Switch, and here we go right but I can Mm -hmm. still watch cable through the app on uh, Apple TV so like I can still watch local news uh, TNT ESPN all that on there like normal but just not with the box
1: yeah so I genuinely curious about streaming numbers for all sports because at least from YouTube's deal with the NFL so what's that gonna look like Well, it's saying it's like four hundred dollars for a Sunday ticket.
0: I know, but like, how many people are going to be able to afford that?
1: Well, that's why I don't know because the NFL and the MLS can go this way too. The NFL has the best schedule. Like, so like, I'm getting very off topic here, but so many people don't understand why the NFL is king is just because of, and the NFL and college football is king just because they play once a week. Like, right. they because don't understand that, that there's a difference for NBC and even NBC nationally. They only show one game a week to yeah. go, all right, for 18 weeks or 20, 22, something along those lines, depending on if they have the Super Bowl oh, or not. God. For 22 weeks on Sunday from 5 p.m. onward, it's NFL. With, like, the pregame yep. show. and Yeah, yeah. That's a lot easier than trying to go uh, to pick a baseball team game to show every night type thing. You you have ESPN Sunday Night Baseball and stuff like that. But, that like, that's ESPN going, we will show one game. Because one game can get broadcast. We can hype up one game. We can't show 13 straight games no. of a team. That's just not feasible for us. I mean, now they are, because they're basically showing next to anything on ESPN. Right. I don't know how many times I've turned on ESPN and I see Cornhole on there. It's become oh, the, the Ocho. Ocho? It's become... <laughs> no, it's... Like, ESPN2 is showing Cornhole because they're, like, out of content. Anymore
0: yeah, I don't know if it's that they're everybody. out of content. Yeah, there you go. All their, they've they've laid off so all their many deals.
1: But, but that's because no one listens to radio. Yeah, I don't listen to radio well, anymore. I, do, I get all my thing. I occasionally I listen, listen to radio, radio every day. but I occasionally I get all my stuff through podcasts. Like, hmm. because when I turn on a podcast, I know what I'm listening to. I don't have to go. Oh, well, what is this guy ranting about? That I just because I got in my car at nine ten and his show's been on since eight thirty. I don't know what he's ranting about, and he's reading all these random new stuff. And there's all these commercial breaks, and I can just skip through on my uh, on my podcast app to like just skip to when the ads are over.
0: No, now I'm I still watch and listen to a lot of radio. You know, like there's uh, Dan Patrick. I'm a huge fan of his, um, and watching him and what you know he produces and stuff like that. But you know, I want to make sure um, that I don't. Paint them in too negative of a light because, like, that is where a lot of people still get their information. Like, uh, that's where well, people is driving, good. and
1: yeah, radio overall is still good, cable is still good. I think that the disconnect is my generation Z, which is what I am. I'm upper generation Z, mm. but still, generation Z. We grew up on YouTube, we grew up on streaming, right. like, we're not to uh we grew up on the on demand stuff. Like I, why why would I just randomly like watch whatever on TV? Granted that's what when we were kids, that's what we watched. But when right. I can choose to watch whatever I want. Whenever I want, I can start it and stuff. I can pick a different episode whenever I want. And so I think that's the market we're in and I think that's also why I want to see soccer streaming numbers. Because soccer ha- is so much broader than every other sport, yeah. legit. Um, well,
0: and to pull us back, you know, to talking about the, our topic here, how can we continue to make leagues cup and U.S. Open Cup exist at the same time? Can it exist at the same time?
1: To me, the MLS needs to actually go like England, like Germany, like Italy, and like Spain. I don't care if these leagues are 100 years older than us. And care about the domestic product. Go like, hey, yeah. it's better for FC Cincinnati to go play in Memphis than it is for them oh. to play Tigres.
0: And think those are the matchups that I love about the Open Cup, is when you know, and I didn't want FC Cincinnati to host Louisville when they played. I wanted that game to be at Lynn Family.
1: They should. Like,
0: I, that's the way it should be.
1: The England and all these other countries are bad about this too. The lower mm-hmm. league side should. Well, they do some some of the stuff. They do two legs. But the low, yeah, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't personally, I don't think they should do two legs. Um, the only way I would see a two legs is if MLS wants to do a knockout style tournament. Like, as well as the regular season tournament, then do a two legs there. Yeah. But they would also have to get to like 32 teams for that because you can't evenly divide 30. Um. Anyways. England's kind of bad about this too. Though, that some sometimes lower league sides will play at the bigger teams. Go to the lower league side because if you're genuinely better, shouldn't matter. And make some deal where you make twenty five percent off. Twenty five. Of, some
0: of kind a of a deal. Ticket.
1: You you still make some money from going down there, but you understand that like. If Inter Miami had to go to Birmingham.
0: Right? They did. They did go to that to Birmingham. They did? Yeah.
1: Oh, in sorry. the open cup. If Inter Miami went to Birmingham with Messi. Uh, oh, okay. That that stadium selling out would set up Birmingham for the year. Oh yes. Yeah. Like genuinely for the year? That's how you grow the game. Yeah. That's how you grow. You a thing?
0: Imagine I don't care in Memphis or Birmingham for yeah. that. Like
1: I don't care if Lexington becomes like Southampton or uh <laughs> Brighton or tech technically even Celtic and Rangers if you want to throw them in there and we just become a youth development side type thing because there's still enjoyment with that. But let it be this thing where it's all connected where there is the chance yeah. for them to co up in that type of thing stop you'll see this huge growth lafc is worth a billion dollars i believe if there was pro rel in america lafc would be worth would be the richest the most valuable club in the world you could argue on par with like yeah. Real Madrid, if there was a, because there's value to that. If they're dominant and are forced to be dominant, there's value to that. I don't care if the Galaxy drop off a cliff and we'll never see El Tráfico again.
0: <laughs> yeah, force stuck the teams to right?
1: Yes, force the teams <laughs> to actually compete, actually be good. That type of thing. Do away with these stupid roster rules. Let the team get, get rid of the whole corporation thing. Let the owners run each team on their own independently. Yes, that can lead to a team folding, but I don't think any MLS team is going to fold now. Let it be a real thing. Stop trying to like act like, oh, this is like this thing that could fall apart at any second. You're established now. Get over it. This is not 2002 where Lamar Hunt has to own seven teams.
0: Right. Yeah, and I think for me, when you're looking at the the two competitions, right, in my massive opinion, big preference towards the Open Cup just because of the story that it can generate. Um, And quickly before I forget uh, to address the comment there, uh, if we can pop it back up here, here we go um the issue with radio is a lot of like hot takes and stuff like that and you know that kind of espn first take you know Stephen a smith or uh, what's the guys from fox um oh, i can't think of their show uh, first things first or whatever uh you know that is what they do they do those hot takes and you know, I do think that kind of turns people off because you're not getting the news, you're not getting the information, you're getting a strong opinion from somebody. And especially if you don't agree with that opinion, yeah, you're not going to listen. But when it comes to the, to the Open Cup, I think we need to keep it. I want desperately to see the MLS club stay in the Open Cup. Um, I do have a massive fear that they're going to pull out, maybe not for 24, but for 25, I think there could be a strong chance of that. If they pull Um, out, they should
1: lose D1 sanction. Hey, U.S. Soccer Federation,
0: consider that.
1: If you've pulled out of the Open Cup, the U.S. Soccer Federation now has nothing with the MLS. They genuinely have nothing besides players playing in that league, which they don't control Christian Pulisic in Serie A right now.
0: Nope. Take away the their D1 thing?
1: sanction, let them just exist as these big clubs and see what happens. And then give it to the USL1 yeah. and let the and go and tell the USL is like, hey, if they leave the Open Cup, you do pro rel, we'll give you D1 sanction.
0: I think the USL That's would, I would do. all over that. I, I'm, I feel quite positive to say from the sources I have at the USL, if that happens they would jump on it in a heartbeat
1: yeah. and then oh op- like and then go after the other leagues figure out how to yeah uh, structure USL2 UPSL MPSL into the pyramid and genuinely yep. look at the MLS and be it's, like they're just super league pyramids. thing for people who yeah. want the american type sport for people who actually want true football or soccer or whatever you want to call it come here
0: yeah I, I agree with you on that. And I think if this Leagues Cup is going to continue, there's one major change that has to happen. Uh, we, you've got to start playing some games in Mexico. Like, no doubt about it. Like, Monterey, Club America, some of those big clubs, you know, uh, they need to have some home go games. Go to Tijuana.
1: Go to these smaller clubs. You Yes, go to I the do I do not care. I generally do not care. Stop with this American bias. Yes, yes, we have the best stadiums, and we can essentially host
0: anything. Do we though? Like some of those Mexico stadiums are phenomenal. Some of them are very bad. Yes, yeah. but some of them are really nice, like Monterey Stadium. Nice.
1: Yes, Beautiful. they're nice because they're all, Monterey Stadium's also been is Monterrey Stadium. There's a reason there's only like three stadiums picked from Mexico for the World Cup. Granted, and maybe it,
0: those are the three you use.
1: Gra- granted, in general the world cup is really just the us and these five cities and can <laughs> between canada and mexico that are going to help facilitate a 48 team world cup yeah the cup. group
0: stage matches only
1: i don't i genuinely some people are like saying the final needs to be at azteca and i was like if mexico or canada are in the final put it in their home country perfectly fine with yeah. that or their semifinals if they're still in the knockout stages Perfectly fine with that being played in their home countries. But if neither of them are in the knockout stage, it should all be in America. Just because...
0: Yeah. like, Even if American it's cities, Sweden and Argentina, that need, it needs to be here.
1: Yeah, that's just what it is. Mexico has hosted enough World Cups, and Canada is yep. just not big enough to hold it. But it the, the American bias is so annoying. With it, like yeah. the Copa America, is all gonna be played in America, which hit or miss on that. Um, it's just, it's so annoying, it doesn't make sense. Like, it's just money chasing. Yep. I get we're this super diverse thing, but it's just money chasing, and it continues to fa- fathom these small sect of people who think like. America is the best and Amer- only America type stuff. It's the world's game. Let it be the world's game. Stop with like this thing. There are amazing stadiums in other countries like Monterey. Absolutely. Azteca is super old and falling apart, but still a historical stadium. All these type stuff. Let it happen. Stop money chasing and figure out your stuff. There's no reason that that team should have been stuck in Seattle for so long. No, no. It was because they were New up York. there for what,
0: nine days or something like that?
1: I didn't see how long it was. I just know they were there for at least like two days, and they were stuck in the airport because, like, the, the oh, the, you're talking the, about
0: just, just the airport, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, man. It the League's Cup has got a lot of things that they need to figure out. Um, I do think it's not going anywhere. I think the MLS isn't going to let that go. Out um, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Don't this weird break in the season, right? Like, there are people oh. who are there genuine posts.
1: They're like, is Messi going to win the MLS Golden Booze? Messi, the best player in the MLS? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he
0: hasn't played I mean, a
1: game in the MLS. Yes. He's played against MLS teams. Yes. Yeah. But he hasn't played an official MLS match. Messi has zero MLS minutes, zero MLS, MLS goals, nothing. He's got no MLS stats, and he's played, what, six games for Miami now? That's absurd. Yeah.
0: Well, and he's got just as many goals as the rest of the team. Or, or the He's got nine goals, and the team leader had nine goals or something like that. And Just unfathomable what he's been able to do so far. But, John, any final thoughts here on uh, Leagues Cup versus MLS – Keep both, kick one, anything like that.
1: If you had to kick one, you kick the Leagues Cup. Instantly, keep, both, not a question, yeah. keep I'm fine with keeping both. If it genuinely comes down to the MLS going uh, Open Cup or Leagues Cup, I and they pick the Leagues Cup. I sure as hope their fans decide to protest. I know that'll be hard for Messi, but like don't go to those yeah. games. not go go don't go to the non- messy games
0: because I, I know that's impossible <laughs> don't go to, tell to people. the Red Bulls and Philly game No, don't go to like that. genuinely don't do it
1: like t- stop supporting their money adventures and make them actually care about the spirit of the game. They don't care. like I think Beckham cares. I think there are some owners who care about the spirit of the game, but there are some that could care less genuinely could yeah. care less about the sport. It's just they're it for money. Agreed. Robert well, um, Kraft yes. could care less. He's owned the revolution for years, and he could care less because he's not given them a soccer-specific stadium.
0: No, never going to happen. I mean, they would have to move to, like, Connecticut or something like that. Like, And that's a whole other story about how the Patriots almost moved to Hartford. Uh, Speaking of uh, making money and doing things for, for money, it's a terrible transition. Um, we here at Bluegrass Podcast. we have a Buy Me Coffee account. Uh, it's just a platform that you can go and donate. None of our content is going to be put behind a paywall or anything like that. But if you enjoy the show and you want to make a donation, we really, really appreciate it um, because it always goes back to supporting the show and supporting everything we do here. And we really appreciate it. But, John, with that out of the way, we will now go to the bottom line. And we had such a loose city heavy show on Monday. Um, I want to start with Lexington. And I want to start previewing um, their matchup this weekend with One Knox. Uh, to start with that, John, are you going to the game on Saturday?
1: Yes, I am. And for those who want to join us, there is a meal, there is a ticket thing I've secured with One Knox where it's 30 bucks. You get two drinks. Wow. Any drinks. So you get a ticket, two drinks. I, like, I saw that. And I was like, so is it just like water pop? No, they're like alcoholic drinks, count that too. So this is a good deal. And a food item. So any food item. I don't necessarily know what Knox has food-wise because the first game I went to, it was so cold and it was so packed. Yeah. I was like, I'm not waiting in lines for food. I'm just, I would rather just was freeze. Was that
0: their first game? It was Before March
1: 21st. It was Knoxville's first USL 1 game. Knoxville was a that's USL 2 set. Gotcha. Both Knox and Lex's first game of the season. Um. Uh, but I don't, If y'all want that, that's in all the Railbird socials on in our link. You can come join us. There's uh, information there, like they'll see, see us all together too. So you're with all the Lexington fans, you're not like randomly with around Knoxville fans if you don't want that. Um, I'm going down uh to be there, it's only like two hours from me, three hours from Lexington. Nice. Y'all should genuinely go. I understand it's a Friday night, so that could be hard for some to do, but y'all need to. Show up and show out if you can. Um, It's going to be really interesting. The game. Because Lex is on a hot streak. Right now. Knoxville kind of has been stumbling as of late. But they've also won two of their last three. And they've beaten Madison. Now. I'm going to mention this in my write-up. Depending on who you talk to, that Madison game was basically ref in favor of Knoxville and the refs handed
0: Knoxville that win. Um, mm. Tell us more. Because like, I generally don't know what happened.
1: There is some offside goals called. I haven't dug into this that much um, because uh, Madison, Omaha, Madison, and Omaha have like the biggest vocal base on Twitter there's some creators of other stuff like of other teams, but those two clubs have the largest like Twitter vocal base. So I've seen a lot of that from the Madison side. Um, I haven't really seen it much from the Knoxville side, but also like I feel Knoxville is drawing up some bad mojo for them themselves because since Mm. last, well, since last Monday they've made five posts that like uh, there are little digs at Lexington. 5. They made a post earlier That's today. Excessive. They made a post earlier today. Let me pull this up. It is so stupid. Um, they made a little chart, right? That was like Knoxville, when was it founded versus Lexington market size, a uh, big stadium named after. Which yes, Kroger Field is a stupid name, but uh there's this war hero. And then they decide to get into the, co- the like college stuff. And they went specifically college football natties. Little brother NG, they put in Calipari for some reason. And then they did the, the aggregate score for the barrel brawl. And I just quote tweeted it with uh, the fact that UK cheerleading has 24 national championships, not sanctioned by the NCAA, but 24 national championships by cheerleading. And still Cal. By cheerleading's top thing. The entirety of the University of Tennessee has 23. All their sports <laughs> combined.
0: Eat it, Tennessee 23. fans. Eat it. And it
1: was, it, it was weird because like Knoxville, Tennessee actually is a basketball school, at least women wise. And they're like, yep. no, college football, man. y'all yeah. haven't been revelant since Peyton Manning.
0: And Peyton didn't even win the national championship with Peyton, it was with uh, Ty Martin the year after. Because uh, exactly. at that time, UK... But no one remembers him. Yeah.
1: Genuinely speaking, you could ask people, who was the quarterback for that national championship team? And I bet you nine Most out of ten people would say, say Peyton. Peyton. Manning. Yeah. Unless well, they actually you know, know their and,
0: history. For those who, who don't know, Lexington-Louisville competing in the, the barrel brawl, this is the last match of the season, yes, John? Lexington, but for nice. them, for uh, the... The,
1: it's called the barrel brawl yes and the trophy is a warrior on aggregate i don't know what happens if like say lex is wins 1-0 in mm-hmm. regular time if it's like but that's 3-3 on aggregate so i don't know if they just chalk it up to a tie or they'll like announce it goes uh to settle the barrel uh this next gets the official w PKs. and it yeah, we go to
0: pk's
1: But that's the thing, is (laughs) would it go to PKs? But in the sense, the announcer goes, Lexington gets the official W. So these penalty kicks are only to determine the sole keeper of the barrel or the winner of the barrel. Which I would think that's the most American thing to do.
0: (laughs) Yes, but I think it could also go by on like uh, what is like sporting merit. You know who's scored more away goals? Who's got well? If they did uh, away goals, Lexington
1: would have that because uh, if Lexington Mm -hmm. wins it, um, because two matches, two of the three matches were played in Knoxville, and Knoxville only scored one goal Ah. at Lexington. So all we have to do is score one goal and win, and we if we have the away goal tie. Too. So I don't know how they'll determine it, but well, it's going to be very at interesting. How the
0: the teams are coming into this one? You know, you mentioned uh, not one Knox has only won two out of the last five. Uh, Lexington, however, two of the last, has drawn two point. of
1: those last three.
0: Yeah, specifically those two, because they also before they beat uh, Central Valley, they lost to Chattanooga Red Wolves and lost. On the road at Union Omaha.
1: They barely beat Fuego. They had that goal in like the 90th minute off of a penalty kick, which all of a sudden their form, like Knoxville was strong and all this type of stuff. All of a sudden their form dropped when they stopped getting penalties. There was a point where they had more penalties scored. Like it was like double their open play goals. Like I'm sorry. There's genuinely a point where you're getting so many penalties. You can't go. How did that happen? I don't know. I wasn't watching their stuff. I just would know every time I look at a Knoxville score, it would say something like penalty, that type of thing. And I'm just like, you can't consider yourself a good team if you're winning 2 1 and you get two penalties. Like, yes, if they're penalties, they're penalties. That happens. But there's something from scoring an open play goal and scoring a penalty goal. It's very different type thing.
0: Well, and Lexington is coming into this match on quite the tear. They've won three out of the last five. They drew another one of those matches. So they only have one loss out of the last five. And they're on a two-game winning streak at that. When they last, uh, no, two Saturdays ago, beating um, Northern Colorado and then beating Central Valley uh, last weekend. or No, this week. This no, that was this Saturday. weekend. Sorry. I'm forgetting yeah. what day it is, y'all. Um, uh, so they're coming in on a red hot streak.
1: Yes, we red. We are now well, um, we are four points behind Knoxville now. Yeah. Right now.
0: We and are. Playoffs is what, top six?
1: Top six. So we are eight yeah. points out of the playoffs. So we need, and we have 10 matches mm-hmm. left. So we need all the points we can get, but we've gotten out of our last five, we've gotten 10 points out of five. So
0: yeah, this is a good run. So it's possible and to get up there.
1: Lexington is only is three one and one, with two point six goals per game. In under the new formation, and that's with a shutout yeah. in there. That's what over four four games. That's with a shutout in there. They have scored three, three zero three, or three zero four and three.
0: And we have a Tennessee fan who has entered the chat. Yes, T. Martin, the most famous quarterback to be drafted before Tom Brady. Yes, absolutely. Um, (laughs) That's just a fantastic stat. Um, But, John, kind of looking at this matchup, kind of seeing how things are – or how both teams are entering this matchup, I don't see a, a path where Lexington loses this game. I think they have a stronger form. This new formation is really putting in the efforts for them. Um, Diouf has been on fire, as you have talked about in your articles and stuff. I don't see them losing this one. I'm going to go Lexington 2, Knoxville 0. I don't think it's going to be close.
1: I would like that, but Knoxville is a solid team at home. Um, It's hard. It's genuinely hard to say because we haven't played since mid-May. And we tied in yeah. mid-bay. So, yes, Knoxville got their first professional win over us. But that was our first time playing. We had been together barely six, weeks. six seven weeks, which is not a lot. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Knoxville had players that were together. Knoxville has lost some players. They've lost two strikers yep. and stuff. So, since the last time we played, too, so since the 1-1 draw, so, I don't – I'm saying 2-1, Lex. Um, okay. Just because we have been – like, Le- Lexington's defense is def- definitely needs to get addressed at times, especially our, how we defend long shots. It's just been rough, both of Fuego's goals or long shots and all that type of stuff. Um. But we didn't get scored off of a cross header, so that's all that matters. Um, but I still think we win it. I'm very curious to how the tiebreaker would go in that sense. If it's 2-0, there's no tiebreaker needed. But if it's 2-1, there's a tiebreaker. That's going to be needed. Yeah. So
0: So we'll see. Uh, make sure you comment down below or hit us up on Twitter or Instagram or whatever with your score predictions for that one. Again, 2 0 for me, and then 2 1 for John in that one. But John, let's transition over to Louisville, and um, we're going to start with Racing Louisville this time. Uh, Racing Louisville coming in, uh, returning to regular season play. So we're not playing Champion or Challenge Cup games uh, right now um, for Racing Louisville. We'll get back to those in a couple weeks. But we're back to the, the main regular season as they host the biggest game of their season, uh, hosting Angel City FC out of L.A., which, of course, as you know, has so many famous owners like Natalie Portman and so many others. Um, Kind of looking at the form for both teams coming into it, it's kind of skewed a little bit because of Challenge Cup, right? Um, So Racing Louisville lost their last two, as as we have covered on here, to Houston and to Kansas City, 4-0 aggregate on those two matches. Um, so, not the best form coming in. Um, LA, on the other hand, you know, I'm looking just kind of at the most recent games. They've gotten points in all of their last five matches between uh, regular season and Challenge Cup. But they haven't played, both teams haven't played since August the 5th. So, we're talking, uh, what is that, like two full weeks for both teams since their last game. So I don't think the form is really going to matter. What will make a difference in this game, though, John, is Racing Louisville's got all of their stars back. Uh, Chidiak from Australia, may, she probably won't be back because I'm assuming she'll be playing in the third place game uh, with Australia. But literally all of the other World Cup stars are back, and they I'm are curious. ready to go. I'm
1: curious if they play, though. They are, I think they're they have, definitely going to play. They have been in practice. They have been in training. Yeah. I'm curious. I I'm curious if they'll start is my question. Because racing also has the thing where they have a attacking issue, their final their fourth they do. their fourth level. And I'm not saying by goal scoring, they have a personnel thing where they can't mm-hmm. Paige Beckers has been playing really good in the absence of Thembi. Do you go with the hot one versus them be like uh, Shang has been interesting on the wings this year. There's been times where she hasn't been in the game and you take her out and she hasn't been noticed. So it's, it's an interesting thing is like, what, how do you do this attack? Because they've solidified basically everything else. Keeping solidified defense in the midfield has finally been figured out. How do they handle that attack? how do they get the most out of the attack because that's what they need right now uh angel city in nwsL hasn't been playing well as of late they lost right they're like two, 1 2 and 2 in their last league five but granted that's over a month ago now basically yeah, the last one hard.
0: was july 9th <laughs>
1: So genuinely I have no judgment over how this game could turn out because I don't know how crucial how much the five right now players are gonna be relied on. Or is he or is the coach going like we're gonna prep as if you guys aren't there and we're gonna but if you're available, you're good. We're almost, we're like I don't know happy. because they're yes, they've been in camp for a bit. Um, all five, because three of them got eliminated in the first round, in the round of sixteen, and all this type of stuff. But how much does that translate? They went, they were in World Cup camp for like two weeks before, before they World left. Cup, yeah, like before World Cup games. Even sorry, I think it was three weeks total. So, is a week really enough to get back fully into the starting
0: eleven? In my opinion, it's not, but I think they're they're going to play. But in all seriousness there, I think this matchup, regardless of who is playing, who's starting, um, I think this matchup comes down to, to Paige Monahan. In the three games that they won convincingly in the Challenge Cup that uh, against Kansas City, Chicago, and in their last regular season match against uh, O.L. Reign, uh, she scored a goal in each of those matches and they got points in every one of those games. So irregardless of, you know, if Savannah comes in, you know, another midfielder, um, if she comes in and takes some time away from Paige, maybe you see a difference there. But I just think if you let Paige play the whole game, you put Carson behind her, uh, there's not going to be much that LA can do to stop that.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's...
0: Mahane I
1: think, needs to consistently play over Thembi because she's hot right now. Thembi, yes, yeah. played a great World Cup, but she played in a slightly different system than what racing runs. So right. it's hard. Like, the attack, it's... It's the good problem to have, but at the same time, it's a... Interesting problem because if you do the wrong pick, then you get a draw instead of a
0: win. Yeah. Yeah. And at that point, you know, it's totally different.
1: And they need all the points they can get right now because you get racing is not in the playoffs and it's a very tight, very
0: tight standings (laughs) right now. Yeah. Uh, But I also think while you're looking that up, uh, I think another player that really we need to watch is Katie Lund, the goalkeeper. Um, She has made some great saves, and she's had some good games, but she's also had some clunkers um, in there as well. So, I mean, that game against Kansas City alone, the last match, three goals allowed? Come on now. And you can't put everything on a keeper, I understand that, but you can't let three goals in against Kansas City alone but especially against Angel City and have any shot of winning I don't care who the attacking players are I don't care if you got Prime Rapino and um, you know the any of the 99ers out there like no like it's not gonna matter
1: yeah it's not going to but there is four points that ex- separate racing from Casey who Casey is in last. So, they need three points, or they could be they could be looking at eleventh. Angel City is only two points behind them. So,
0: <sighs> yeah, need a, little at little least running. a draw, but preferably a win. And
1: it's Phil the Fam. Granted, yeah, so they're not. It sucks about Wilson, but by last I saw, ticket wise, they are at about seven thousand. They're yeah. pushing they hard they're doing that watch party. 10.
0: Yeah.
1: It should be ten. I'm sorry. There's no reason if you are a loose city fan. Now, there's you could argue season tickets. That's different. But yeah. there's
0: no I mean, reason. tickets were eight dollars today.
1: Yeah, there is genuinely no reason unless you have something else planned other than you just don't enjoy watching women's soccer, um, which is. You mean to me, means you don't like watching soccer, um, right. That you shouldn't be going. The men's game is gonna be televised there. You can yep. enjoy all the pregame festivities and watch the men's game.
0: You can literally tailgate no. in the Report. stadium, watch the Louis City game, and then go to your seats and watch the racing game. Like, yeah.
1: Tickets, come on, y'all. they're even lower. I think I saw somewhere that it was five tick dollars for general admission. You yeah, seat, so but...
0: they were doing a sale for $5.02, you know, the 502 area code.
1: Um, genius.
0: Like, oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, so if you're in Louisville, if you're around Louisville, if you're in Oldham County, if you're in Jesmond County, even, like, get up there. If you're get on in over Lexington, go. Yeah, if you're not traveling to Knoxville, head on over to Louisville and, like and we watch that gonna game,
1: because go. it's going to be a good
0: game. We Do were going to go. We were going to go. Yeah. We were going to go, but uh, thing came to- up.
1: Yeah. But go to the game. I was fully, until we've cut other stuff, ha- I was fully prepared to c- drive down to Knoxville one day and then drive up to Louisville the next. So you should Ooh. guys should go. Now, we yeah. might have a slightly... This is no offense to Wolf, so we might have a slightly better opportunity if credentials get approved for Saturday. But that's different.
0: Yeah, that, that's a, that's
1: crossed. a different. That's a cost of not us not going into debt to
0: see a player play. Well, yes, absolutely. We're not paying a thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars. Fourteen hundred. Fourteen hundred dollars. <laughs> Messi might be the goat, but he ain't God, so I can't afford that. So. But anyways, John, um, what do you think the final score of this match between Racing Louisville and Angel City will be? I've said 2-1. 2-1, a very common score for you, John. Okay, 2-1 for me.
1: <laughs> because there is an uh, women's soccer tends to score more. Tends to be higher scoring. Agreed. And in lower leagues tend to be higher scoring. You don't see because if you're a class defender there's no offense to like a Lucy city defender or any of the Lexington defenders. If you're a very class defender that prevents players from even getting shots off, you're going to be in a top league. Like you're going to get picked up by some top league. So it's really hard. And it's generally, we're in an offensive t- uptick in general. There's these, all these rules that favor offense and all this type of stuff. Penalties are being awarded a lot more easily. That type of thing. I think I've seen in my decade ish of wa- watching soccer, I've seen more penalties since the pandemic than I think I've Ooh. true. Like in a year from game to game, I'm seeing like a penalty every other game or that type of thing, especially in the men's world cup. It was absurd in that. Then um, I've seen a while, let's just say. Or I'm just watching more soccer, so I'm maybe noticing it more. Um
0: could be a little bit of it, both, you know. More could be getting called and you're we're watching more for what we do, and you know, you could see a little bit more Then,
1: Yeah, so no um offen- like to me it's hard to shut a team out. Yeah. Type thing. When I say two one, it's it's the same as one oh to me. I don't it's like it's just there's hard a clear sh-
0: winner in your mind.
1: Yes, there's a clear winner in my mind, but it's hard for me to tell any team they're not going to score. In my opinion, it's really hard for me to say because you can get a lucky goal. That's sort of thing. If I say a score of more than two, that's where I'm like, this team is going to dominate the other team in a sense.
0: I feel that way because I feel like, you know, especially when I was doing like the predictions alone early and stuff like that, like I was picking 2 1 for almost every match. Um, but I think for this one specifically, to me, this has got draw written all over it. I'm going to go 1 1 draw. Uh, I think it'll be an entertaining game if you are really into the X's and O's and you're watching the changes and stuff that happen that, and the adjustments that both teams make. Um, but I'd, if you're looking for a three three or four four banger kind of a game, I don't know if this is the time in the season that you're gonna get that out of either team.
1: That's fair. And that's the thing. I don't know how teams are gonna come out of this World Cup break. Yeah. I just don't know because it's different. Our players is Paige going to be like, I gotta prove I need to play over Thimby. I gotta right. prove I can, I'm gonna I gotta play over an international, tie for the World Cup record for most goals scored by a female African player. Like, she's like, got to prove herself. Yeah. So we'll see.
0: So make sure you get out to Louisville for that match this weekend. You know, it's cheap. It's going to be a great atmosphere. You're going to get to watch the Louisville City game beforehand. So run out of excuses, folks. But
1: it's after-game
0: fireworks. We'll s- There is, there is, there is. So you get a show after the show even. So, John, speaking of Blue City, um, they head down to Birmingham on Saturday afternoon to take on the Birmingham Legion. Um, Just kind of looking at the two teams right now, both are kind of sputtering into this matchup a little bit. Um, Birmingham especially, uh, last five. um, They're one win, one draw, three losses. Um, in that now, that draw was to Sacramento, so that was a nice draw. And their victory was over Luce City just a few weeks ago, July 22nd. They went into Louisville and won 2-1. to one. Um, Meanwhile, Luce City is coming in. Uh, last five, going two wins, two draws, one loss. That only loss being to Birmingham. And you saw what happened after that. They went on that nice run. Uh, the end of July, beginning of August there, 2-0 over Indy, uh, 3-0 over Tulsa. But then the last two, as we talked heavily about on Monday, that back line uh, and the keeper, to a certain extent, let up the pressure late in games and wound up with two straight draws. I think so kind of battery, from, from your perspective, John, what did you see?
1: I think the battery game rattled Lou more than... In the mid tier and kind of affected them a little bit. That being said, I still think with the full week's rest, they're fine. Particularly because Legion lost 4 0 to Indy two games.
0: It wasn't even close.
1: And yes, Indy has this this ability to just like pull out blowouts out their butt. (laughs) But the Legion have looked very shaky. If you want, Kaylor Hodges is like the king of USL with the USL show. And he's like the top dog. But he's a Legion fan. He's an honest Legion fan. And he has not (laughs) been that straightforward with the team. And the question for Lucy City is can they stop set pieces? Yes. Legion was both can they get
0: them organized to stop those set pieces?
1: Legion was both set piece goals. The Toro's draw draw came off set piece. They need – if I am Cruz, I'm just drilling defense on set pieces. Like, how do you stop a set piece? How does does Legion set up their set piece? You have plenty of tape on it. Figure it out. Stop standing around and watching corners just loop into your box and letting other people run. Mark a man and run
0: mark the guy one first and foremost you got to stick with your guy right you got to find him and hold on to him maybe even That's... literally um, but two you smiley's got to do better at organizing the formations and getting people to focus even if it's just yelling th- at everybody to focus up
1: i think in general it's not that he needs to organize just do a marked defense until you yeah. can until he can do that He's still a rookie until he can truly do that with confidence. Just Google Mark Defense. Everyone pick a man and then two yep. guys handle each post. Just do that.
0: It's just like basketball. Then, like you're picking and, up one on one.
1: And it's do a man, get in front of him, make marks by height or however you want to figure it out. And then Smiley needs to get more aggressive with balls in the air. There's no reason. This is me. At, this is as a fan I'm not saying the keeper coach in my opinion there's no reason a keeper if the ball has crossed in front of your net so it's cleared the near post there is no reason you should be on your feet I yeah. it, you should go after it unless it's like truly directed
0: yes, towards it unless
1: it's truly sailing I personally if he whiffs trying to punch it or whatever and it just hits a guy's head, I'm more okay with that than them standing and just watching Agreed. it go in,
0: because they totally at least try. yeah, and that's the things that I think are the difference between Lou getting up to fourth or to third in hosting at least one playoff game, than where they're currently sitting at fifth or maybe even sixth in the in the table. Um, just for reference, John, um, Lou fifth with thirty-seven points. Birmingham is in 7th, so not far behind in position, but they are 7 points back uh, with a massive negative 9 goal differential. Lou City ha- sitting on an even goal differential right now. That being the difference in them being in 4th place, where Memphis is, because they have a goal differential of plus 3.
1: Yes. loose City, unless they haven't figured out set pieces, need to <laughs> They genuinely need to hone it down. Now, um, yeah. the Legion aren't that they are the Legion are an even team at home. Yeah. Um, in terms of goals, they they they've won five, drawn two, lost four, and Lucy away is also even, and it's basically the same. But they've only lost two. No, that I'm looking at the wrong. Oh, whatever. I think Lucy can pull this out. I think it can be dominant. And I'm saying it's either a one or a two oh win. That being said, they need to try to avoid avoid corner kicks as much as they can. Like I don't care. Do not do that defense where you just kick it like just Kick it to the please side. Don't. make make <laughs> him do a make him do a corner throw in instead of a corner kick. Yes,
0: please don't do don't Just don't do even that, don't
1: me. even risk it. Just do not yeah. risk it because you'll risk I until you can show me otherwise. You're that's how you get beat. That's how you beat Lew Get a corner kick, get in the goal. Smiley's yep. nineteen or twenty or whatever he is. He's young. That's how you beat – I'm not calling him cocky. But that's how you beat young, talented, cocky keepers. You had to beat right. them on the stuff they haven't learned how to figure out because set right. pieces are so – like teams can win off set pieces. We're seeing it with Messi. Messi is really good off free kicks and all that type of stuff. It's hard
0: to stop. But he's a freak in that.
1: <laughs> he is a freak, but it's hard to stop for a reason. Like they're – yeah. There's a reason, like David Beckham's entire career, he was a one-trick pony. Like truly and honestly, Ooh. David Beckham was not a world-class player outside. Like he was a top-tier player. Like I'm not saying he was like average. He was still a top-tier, but he wasn't like world-class Ballon d'Or winner outside of free kicks.
0: Right. There's a reason that movie was called "Bend It Like Beckham," not "Blast It Through Like Beckham."
1: Granted, he was on teams where he he could do that. Like he was never like right. the main star on his teams. But there are guys who make their living. Who there's some dude on Southampton. I'm forgetting his name. They make their living off of being a free kick specialist, or off of being able to deliver corners in perfectly type thing. So it's hard. It's genuinely hard to stop set pieces. So avoid them at all costs if you can.
0: Absolutely. So with that in mind, I do think Lucity will concede one this weekend um, off corners until, and I'm going to continue to think that way until they prove me otherwise, um, that they can stop it. I think Cameron Lancaster or maybe Dia, uh, one of them gets a a goal for Lucity. And I think it's going to end in a 1-1 draw. I think that'll be the third straight draw for the team. I know that will be very disappointing. Um, I hope that they don't let up, you know, they don't go up early and let up a late goal again like they did with uh, Charleston last week. But I, I just think this has got draw written all over it. John, how do you think this one will, will end out?
1: I think Lucy can pull it out. I think they will have some new kind of that anger we saw against Indy and stuff again. Yeah. So I'm thinking 2-0 but it's like you're would big. a shaky big 2-0, I'd say shaky 2-0 <laughs> because... So like
0: one early, one late kind of a thing?
1: No, I see them. I can see them dominating this if they get an early goal. I can fully see them going on the gas. But if they can't get a goal until the second half I can see a 1-1 draw. I can see a 0-0 zero, zero draw. Honestly, it's so hard. But yeah. I think I have faith in Lou City that they can get that early goal. Their offense is clicking much better. And I just I think they just needed... The, the, the battery game just shook them. And I think it just kind of shook them a bit and that they weren't able to fully recover by the time for the yeah. Torinos. I fully believe midweek games yeah. determine a weekend game.
0: I mean, it's proving itself that with Woo City pretty consistently, right? Like, when they don't have a midweek game, they play really good on Saturdays. When they do have midweek games, one of them, if not both of them, are going to be a disappointment. I don't
1: know if that's... Cruz doesn't know how to plan practices or, like, he can't effectively well,
0: transition. I don't say that. I mean, he's a professional well, coach. Jesus, I would hope he could.
1: But it's hard to transition. Some... Some coaches might not know how to properly transition and prep for two games in a week. They might, their schedule, they might try to smoosh everything together and that just might leave the crack stuff because Lou was the better team in both of their draws. They They gave it up late, they couldn't finish. So, is there something where the cracks during a two week game? Are just a little bit bigger from practice and from like film study sessions because they're trying to get it all in. Is it? Does he need, like? Is he not transitioning that well? I feel like that could be it. I have no idea, honestly. It's I'm just yeah. going off what I'm seeing.
0: Well, so kind of going off what we're seeing out of that one, I think it's going to be a one-one draw. John thinks we're going to lose. he's going to take it home two-zero. Um, I think either way, it should be an entertaining game. Again, to keep repeating on this, they will play this game live on the the Jumbotron at uh, Lynn Family Stadium prior to the racing Louisville game. So please make sure that you get out to the stadium early, watch uh, the boys in purple, and then transition into your seat to watch the ladies in lavender kick butt as well. But, John, with that, that will conclude another fantastic episode of the Bluegrass Soccer Cast. Make sure to follow us on all of our social media accounts, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. All of those handles are at BGsoccerCast. Make sure you're listening to us on all of our audio platforms, our podcasting platforms, uh, Spotify, Google, YouTube, uh, Apple, everybody. Um, Make sure when you're on them, you're subscribing or following, you're liking the videos, you're commenting and engaging with that content just so we kind of know where you're at and what you're enjoying and where you're listening to us at. Um, we also have a discord server. Uh, make sure you join our discord server. We'll put that um, down in the description or on our Twitter account, one or both. So make sure you check that out uh, and make sure you're, you're on our website. John and I have been uh, working a lot on these articles, um, previewing our college season, because that's where, you know, we're about to enter the, the college season for our men's and women's um, college teams here in the state, and John has been doing a great job of kind of breaking down that eastern half of the state. I've been trying to break down the western half, um, and it's, it's been a lot of fun, but we want to make sure that everybody's getting to see all that content. But that'll do it for today. I'm Jimmy. That's John, and we will see you on the next one.